here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. Hello and welcome to the Gambling with Gold podcast. My name is Jason Gold and as always I am joined by my buddy from the Action Network, Dan Titus. Dan, we're in week 15. Everybody's got COVID. How are we feeling? <laughs> I'm blessed I don't have COVID at this rate, man. Like, ah, damn, this was a hell of a day for football. Right before the fantasy playoffs, man, we have literally every team going into protocols, what seems like uh, by the hour. So, man, this one's going to be ugly. I don't even know where to start here. But I will say, how did you do fantasy football-wise this year? Redraft, dynasty, best ball? Like, how, how was your outcome? Uh, let's see. I mean, well, I'm embarrassed to say how many leagues I'm in. About half don't, of home leagues. I am. That's part of the uh, grossness that brings us together here. So let, let it rip. <laughs> yeah. I think that I'm in uh, 11 home leagues. Uh, I made okay. playoffs in six of them. Uh, okay. I'm in two big dynasty leagues. We made the playoff in one of them. One of them were kind of in a full rebuild. Uh, FSGA. We tanked. We suck. Uh, we also draft that one in June. Our first pick was Cam yeah, Akers, so yeah. we were dead. Um, uh, Scott Fishbowl, we got a buy, so we're still okay. we're still rocking and rolling okay. there. Uh, we'll see. It's a bit of a mixed bag. This week's going to be really interesting. I, I am very sad for everybody that COVID is basically just going to ruin these playoffs. People are going to win yeah. leagues just based on that. So good luck to all of you out there with that. How about yourself? <laughs> How you doing? Yeah, I finished uh... – Three out of six in the playoffs for redraft, 11 out of 13 for dynasty. So I there think I, I was telling 13 was telling dynasty somebody, leagues. Oh boy. Yeah. D gen, bro. When it's the off season, man, I just get after that drafting. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was telling somebody, it was like, man, I think it kind of doing, doing so many dynasties, I think kind of skewed my redraft strategy. I was going oh, for yeah. all these second year breakouts where, yep. yeah, man, I gotta, I gotta go back to the drawing board here. Maybe cool out on the dynasty and uh, get back to it uh, with the redraft. But all yeah, right. man, I got quite a few bye weeks out of that. So yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that I can get through week 15 and hopefully play for some money here. All right, uh, everyone out there, good luck with all your fantasy playoffs. Um, should be an exciting one, even if uh is going to ruin it a little bit. All right, yeah. um, week 15 lines are out. As we mentioned, these are these lines are going to change a lot so maybe you want to get some yeah. bets in now maybe there's some value now uh we'll go through every game before we do that a couple of champions round things we have a mystery box giveaway all you have to do is join our private boost ball league create one up to six players dm us with confirmation once that fills and you are automatically eligible that is for a couple of running back signed items those are awesome i promise you you will not be disappointed by that mystery box we also have three seven stakes contests going on you can check those go to our ig for information on those giveaways, but it's for the Patriots Colts game on Saturday, Baltimore Packers on Sunday and Minnesota Chicago on Monday. We promise we have sick giveaways. We have not failed any of you guys with our sick giveaways this year. The hits just keep on rolling. We're going to go through the Super Bowl with this and then we're going to turn around. We got NBA stuff. Wait for that. And then we'll get to the draft, even more cool stuff. So keep it rocking with champions round. I promise you, you will get some free stuff. All right. Let's start with Thursday Night Football, a line that has already changed a lot and for surprising reasons. So this line looked like it was opening at three, went to four. Now it's a two and a half. Chiefs minus two and a half at the Chargers at SoFi Stadium in L.A. over under 52 
right now in terms of the bet percentage, 76% of the money and four or 76% of the bets, 48% of the money on the Chiefs right now. What is your lean on Thursday night football? Yeah, looking around at most of the books, I think the value is really on uh, the, the game total here because, yeah, sitting at that key number three, I don't love it in a divisional matchup. Uh, Chris Jones, you know, one of the leading defenders for the Kansas City Chiefs is going to miss Thursday. That's going to be huge for the way this defense has been playing. You know, obviously this team met earlier in this season. Uh, they finished 30-24 to the Chargers. Um, that game total was sitting at 55. So, you know, we've already seen this tinker down a little bit to 52. I like the under here. Um, the Chargers have gone under in every divisional game that they've played this year in the AFC West. And the Chargers are also 2-5 and five to the under this season after a win. Um, you know, just with COVID looming, man, we don't know what else, you know, what else is going to drop as the uh, the, the uh, couple of days pass by here. So I think the safe play is, you know, take the under. Thursday night games are usually pretty underwhelming anyway. Uh, but, yeah, I'm staying away from that key number three here. kind of scares me. If the line moves a little bit more uh, tighter to the Chiefs. Now, I loved it at, at two and a half. Like that was the right number. Uh, but if this starts creeping up again, uh, I think I'm going to stay away from it. Yeah, this is very interesting. So I bet the Chargers at plus four. I saw that number earlier today. I was like, well, that's too much value. I got to take it. I already bet yeah. the under two. So good on you for backing me up there. I feel good about that. Thanks, Even sir. better now. I saw the same stats that you did. Love that under. I love most Chargers unders, to be honest with you. Uh, they mm -hmm. played They played really well last week. They took out the Giants. I said I didn't care who was quarterback. <laughs> didn't matter. <laughs> Herbert, Herbert's got the strongest arm in the history of the world. And the Chiefs just Ugh. keep on rocking. I mean, they're they're in a really good position right now. They're basically co-favorites along with the Buccaneers right now to meet in the Super Bowl or rematch in the Super right. Bowl. Uh, I think this will be a really good game. Lower scoring. I kind of like the Chiefs at two and a half. I think that three is the right number here. I think it lands there a pretty good probability. Um, Chargers deal with a little bit of COVID stuff. Keenan Allen's coming off, but it looks like Rashawn Slater might miss this game, which is huge for them. Big. Um, That's very big. I'll lean towards Kansas City at this two and a half that it's sitting at right now, but don't feel great. Love the under, and I really like, now that it's a two and a half, I already bet this is plus nine, but Chargers is a teaser piece. I think this is going to be a close game. So. That if you can yeah, get totally eight and a half at home, yeah, I think this is a big teaser. Actually, I think that this week, especially given the COVID stuff, I think that teasers are going to be all over the place in play. If you think there's value on a team that's a close line right now, you might as well just tease it, get a nice number for yourself. I, yeah. Yeah, I feel that, man. And we've had a lot of success uh, over the last few weeks doing teasers. Big time. Big time. I think I'm a yeah. five and zero oh on my teasers in the last three weeks, so. Um, yeah, let's keep the good times rolling, man. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I, I think I might have to make this. I got to find the other the other companion here for the cheat for the uh, Chargers. But uh, yeah, definitely going to throw this into a teaser piece. Oh, don't worry. I got a lot more. They're coming. All right. <laughs> let's move over to Saturday. Nothing says fun like the Raiders and the Browns. Um, <laughs> I will probably not be paying attention much to this game. Uh, Raiders plus three. It was six and a half this morning before all this Cleveland COVID news hit. Uh, if you're doing the game where you drink with us, every time I say COVID, you're already blackout drunk. Uh, so maybe put down the vodka for now. Uh, Raiders plus three at Cleveland over under 40 right now. Ticket count 44% of the bets, 31% of the money on the Raiders. Uh, I really don't have a read in this game. I leaned towards the Raiders at that six and a half, but that number's way gone. Cleveland might be able to just run the down, run it down the Raiders throat. I don't know if the Raiders are into the season at all anymore. Didn't look like they were last week. Brown's still fighting for a playoff spot. 
What do you think? Yeah, this is kind of crazy. The the line shift on this one uh, now with Cleveland uh, at uh, three point favorites. Uh, I think the value was definitely at the open here, but uh, yeah, I don't know that I can trust the the Raiders at all. They seem that they've just been in a downward spiral. Darren Waller did not practice today. I mean, with the game on Saturday, man, he's going to have to get in some practice reps, or if he's going to be out, that's going to be a huge uh, letdown for the Raiders' offense. There, it's going to be more of the Hunter Renfro show which we know Cleveland can still play a little defense. Miles Garrett was a monster uh, last week against the Ravens. So um, not much faith in Baker Mayfield. Wouldn't be surprised if maybe we see Case Keenum here, but that actually might be a good thing for this Browns <laughs> offense. But the other problem on the other side of the ball is the Browns have so much COVID going on here. Um, David Njoku is going to be out. Uh, looks like Austin Hooper is going to be out as well. So we're, we're reaching for scraps. Jarvis Landry's out. So, Half I mean, of their offensive point, line. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, who is Nick Chubb really going to be running, uh, running behind here? So, I mean, best case scenario, you know, they give the ball to Chubb. I- I'm loving the under on this game. I think it's sitting at 40 and a half. Uh, wouldn't be surprised with just all of the injuries uh, mounting for this team, as well as the, the Raiders inconsistencies. Um, yeah. Probably not betting this one on the spread, but I do like the under at 40, 40 and a half. All right. Uh, best game maybe of the weekend right here. Patriots plus two and a half at the Colts over under 45 and a half. Ticket count 42% of the bets, 78% of the money is on the Colts. I'm leaning the same way here. This is a both teams coming off of a bye. I like the Colts here a lot at the two and a half. I liked it more at the one and a half that I bet it at a little bit earlier today. Uh, I think this is a really good matchup for them. I think there's if there's a team that's built like New England, that can beat New England at their own game. It is the Colts. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to have a good game. I don't think Carson Wentz is going to mess up that much. I think the fast turf benefits the Colts more than it does New England. New England is not going to be able to dirty it up as much as they would like to. Kind of like the under here, 45 and a half. And I really like the Patriots plus eight as a teaser piece because I do think that this is a one-score game ultimately. At eight and a half, I just don't see any way that this Patriots team is going to get blown out in any sort of way by the Colts. So give me the Colts at the two and a half. Give me the Patriots at the eight and a half and give me that under 45 and a half. Yeah, I, I totally agree with this one. Uh, I was rolling with the, Col- the Colts as well at minus two and a half. I think that's the right number. Uh, them at home, you know, both of these teams have been really successful against the spread. The 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 uh, Patriots are nine and four, whereas the Indianapolis Colts are eight and five. But these teams are nearly identical. They do the same thing. They they both really love to run the ball. Um, I think the one difference is, you know, Mac Jones has a way higher completion percentage than than Carson Wentz. We know what he likes to do, throwing the ball with his left hand, and go, he can go erratic really quickly. But otherwise, man, it's it's really just been they're both focusing on the run. So you got Jonathan Taylor on one side, then you got a combination of Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson on the other. Uh, this game is going to be it's going to be a, a slugfest, and um, I like the Colts to come out on top at home here. Um, but I think you're right. This is an excellent teaser piece for the New England Patriots. Don't see Bill Belichick getting blown out very many times, and you know we've seen uh, this New England team travel very well and, and show up. So yeah, coming off the of bye week, he's one of those Andy. Re- it's either Andy Reid or Bill Belichick, one <laughs> of those two guys coming off of a bye. Man, you just don't mess with them. So I love it as a teaser piece. All right, let's move on to the next one. We'll get to the Sunday games. Dallas, minus 10.5 at the Giants, over under 44.5. Uh, 48% of the bets, 59% of the money on Dallas. Sharps, Sharps really like Dallas here. They think the Giants quit. They don't trust Mike Glennon, whatever. 
I have to stay away from this game completely because I don't trust myself with the Giants. I keep wanting to bet them as underdogs. They may have just quit on Joe Judge. Dallas needs a win. They need a great offensive performance in a big way. Micah Parsons looking like not only the rookie of the year, but defensive player of the year as well. Uh, I lean towards Dallas here, but I'm going to stay away and hope that the over hits because I am going to need a lot of CeeDee Lamb and Dak Prescott. And Dak Prescott has turned into like the worst fantasy quarterback of all time. I need him to set this game up this week in a big way. Saquon getting a touchdown wouldn't hurt either, but I'll bet the over 44 and a half as a Fun piece, but I don't necessarily believe in it, and I will not be wagering a ton of money on it. Yeah, stay away from me as well, man. Um, you know, the Giants have covered in two of the last three games against Dallas. Uh, Dallas did cover seven and a half in their first meeting this season back in October, and this game did hit the over. But, you know, as you just stated, man, Dak Prescott's been really inconsistent over the last several weeks. And Ezekiel Elliott, where are you at, bro? Um, sitting on a milk carton somewhere. This guy looks gross. T- Tony Pollard's got plantar fascia injury, so good chance he's not going to play out there. So I don't know. The, the New York Giants defense hasn't been that bad. In a divisional matchup, I feel like they're going to try to wake up just a little bit better. Um, always, It's always motivation to beat the Cowboys no matter what situation you're in. But can I back them here after what they just did last week? Absolutely not. So uh, I lean towards you. I, I'm going to go to the over on this one. And just hope that Dak gets it together. CD Lamb, I need you. I need this playoff run, bro. Um, so come through for the come through for your boy. But uh, yeah, definitely not touching the spread. All right, uh, let's go over to the grossest game of the week, and I will be placing a lot of money on this one. Houston <laughs> plus four at the Jaguars over under a disgusting thirty nine ticket count right now. Thirty two percent of the bets, sixty percent of the money on the Jaguars. Uh, does anyone want to buy, bet on Urban Meyer right now? Nope. Everyone wants to bet on the Houston Texans at plus three and a half in this game. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm betting on Sunshine himself, Trevor Lawrence, and Urban Meyer. I already bet it minus three, minus 120. Now it's three and a half or four. I would still bet this up to four. My number on this game is six. I cannot trust wow. Houston on the road. Yeah, I got I got the Jags in a big way in this game. Yep, that's my game. That's my number is six. Damn. So yeah, I we were doing so well. We were doing so well. Um, <laughs> Houston's won outright in their last seven against the Jags. They've covered in five of their last seven. You stated in the beginning, man. Not much more needs to be said. Urban Meyer. Just more reports come out. What seems to be daily about how much this guy is a dickhead. You know, uh, making fun of you know making fun of the veterans, uh, yelling at coaches. This guy is a hot mess. The only person that's on his side right now is the GM. And uh, at this point, you know, I just can't I, I can't see this team rallying around him and actually wanting to play up even as a favorite, which is, a you know, obviously it's the first time the Jags have been favored all season. Um, but, yeah, at this point, man, Houston is one in five um, as an away dog to the under. So, you know, at thirty nine and a half. I don't see either of these teams really scoring a lot of points, even though Davis Mills surprised everybody being a, a DFS darling last week, slinging the rock all over the place. But uh, yeah, these are two bad offenses, two bad teams in general. I lean towards the points with uh, Houston here just because I don't, I just don't know what I'm going to get out of the Jags. You know who else is on Urban Meyer's team right now? Not just the GM, this fucking idiot right here. <laughs> Let's get gross. There's nothing grosser than giving away more than a field goal with the Jacksonville Jaguars 
Gotta do it. Gotta get Dude, gross. I went, I went Jacksonville. Went three and two last week, and one of my one of my twos was my gross bet number one, which is the Jags plus nine and a half. And they didn't do shit. So yeah, I can't. After the Titans offense isn't even that good to to, to even think that Houston could uh do something better. Yeah, I, I gotta I gotta I gotta fade this. I gotta fade this team. Fair enough. All right, next game, Tennessee minus two at Pittsburgh over under 41 and a half. Take a count on that one. 51% of the bets, 64% of the money on the Steelers. This line has moved from three to two. I think it's going to keep going towards the Steelers. I'm on the Steelers also. I don't love it, but look, this Tennessee team, they are frauds. We know it at this point. Their offense can't do much. That defense is still competent, but Pittsburgh, little mini buy, played well-ish on Thursday Night Football. Great comeback. Uh, this is a Tomlin spot home underdog with Tomlin. I'll take it most of the time. So, uh, yeah, give me Pittsburgh plus two. And more importantly, give me Pittsburgh plus eight as that nice juicy teaser piece. Love that one this week. Reading my mind, man. I think that's a great teaser piece. And, uh, but I also like, I also like the Steelers outright in this one. Uh, the, the underdog is four, one, their last five meetings, uh, between these two teams. I continue to bet on the Steelers. It was very profitable in the beginning. Hit a couple bumps in the road over the last couple of weeks. Going back to the well, let's get it, Steelers. I do think, I'm curious how the Titans game plan this because Dalvin Cook showed you the way you beat the Steelers, and that's just running the ball all down them. We saw oh, those, yeah. you know, TJ Watt wind up leaving the game with a groin injury. Once that happened, man, those lanes just opened up. So I'm curious to see if the Titans uh, commit to the run uh, as we saw that they had a lot of success there. Ben Roethlisberger tried to pull the miracle. I uh, just couldn't get it done in the end. But uh, yeah, I think the Steelers are going to wake up a little bit more motivated playing against the Titans here. Everyone's hating on Chase Claypool for celebrating that last catch. I loved it. Pure entertainment. Yeah. I mean, he's a young kid. You know what I'm saying? Like he was hyped up and his sure. excuse afterward was the best. His excuse afterward was the best. My center is I was handed it to him and my time. man knocked it out. <laughs> Oh my god! That was At least he's honest. I, was... I mean, shit. He wasn't sugarcoating. He's like, "Yo, that wasn't my fault. This guy didn't touch the ball. We would have been good. I was on my way to hand it off. This guy didn't just interrupt it. So, you know, I mean, I, I'm curious to see how that all plays out. But I, the other thing that's kind of bizarre, like I don't know if it's his injury, but like, why wasn't he on the field for a lot of that game until like late in the second half? Um, so I don't know. Maybe he's kind of in the doghouse already, and then he just does shit like that to reinforce why he doesn't play that much. But yeah, I'm just curious why his snaps aren't up. Yeah, very odd, especially without Juju there. Uh, all right, yeah. next one up on the board. Cardinals minus 13 and a half, fresh off a loss on Monday Night Football. We had the Rams. We like the Rams. Uh, Detroit. We did. Yeah, Detroit at home, plus 13 and a half. Over under 47 and a half. Ticket count, 66% of the best, 83% of the money on the Cardinals in this one. Lions are going to keep fighting. You don't think that the Arizona Cardinals are going to come in here and think, oh, wow, we really got to get our game up for uh, – the Lions, the Lions fight plus 13 and a half. I'll take it small, small bet. I don't want to get all the way into this one, but yeah, give me 13 and a half. Kind of like the under 47 and a half. Also, I do not think this is going to be a high scoring game. I have no read on this game. Uh, news dropped today that James Connor is going uh, scheduled for an MRI. Good thing is Chase Edmonds was supposed to be coming off the IL last week. He didn't. So there's a good chance if James Connor is out that he might come in there slide in there as the running back but yeah d hop came up came up a little bit hobbled at the end of the game there he'll, he'll probably give it a go he see he, he always tends to play even if he's on a pitch count 
But uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not mad at this. It's definitely in gross territory when you're back in the Detroit lions at any point in this season. But uh, yeah, I don't really see many people getting hyped up to play Detroit. Uh, even if it's, you know, after a loss, you know, I know they want to get back on the right track here, but it's not going to take much to beat this Detroit team. You're Arizona. You're in like 70 degree weather in December. Who the hell wants to go to Detroit and deal with that crap? Even if the game is inside. So I think they're just going to be miserable on that trip. Try to escape with a win, but they're not going to be trying their hardest for sure. Yeah. I mean, speaking in general, I mean, who really wants to go to Detroit ever? So yeah, at this point, why are you going to leave Arizona to go to Detroit? Yeah. It kind of sucks. So get in, get out, W be out. Fair point. All right, next game, Carolina plus 10.5 at Buffalo, over under 43.5. Ticket can in this one. 78% of the bets, 94% of the money is on the Bills. I like the Bills too. I think that this is a spot where we sh- we saw the second half there. If you just get Josh Allen the ball and let him run, and you don't need any other running game, but you commit to him running the ball all over the place, you can do really well. Uh, I think that they're going to do that against a Carolina team that looks like they have quit. P.J. Walker and Cam Newton, that is absolutely not the business here. Uh, I kind of lean towards the over 43 and a half, but maybe Carolina doesn't score in this game at all. But uh, I will definitely take Buffalo minus 10 and a half in this one. 10 and a half seems a bit hefty to me. Still pissed off about the bad beat. God damn it. Like, you just don't give Tom Brady the opportunity. But I mean, I don't know. Yep. Brashad Perryman, when's the last time he balled out like that? So great play. Probably stamped uh, Tom Brady's MVP campaign. But the Bills. We saw something, a little bit of life out of Josh Allen. Um, you know, I think Emmanuel Sanders came up hurt. Shouts to Gabe Davis. That's our guy. Yeah. Uh, coming through, got another touchdown. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not surprised if the Bills come out the victor in this one. I just don't know about 10 and a half. Uh, but the game plan by Matt Rule, yeah, very, very mysterious here, thinking that you can start two quarterbacks and it's going to work out for you. So maybe that's just smokescreen. But, uh, yeah, not much offense being generated out of the Panthers here. And DJ Moore uh, left the game with or, or was on a pitch count with a hamstring injury. So if he misses the time, I mean, good luck. You're throwing to Robbie Anderson. Ugh, gross. Yeah, and Robbie Anderson almost died last week running over the middle. So <laughs> not exactly you have a great yeah. situation at a receiver right now. Just seems yeah. like whenever Buffalo gets at home and they're going to win, and we're pretty sure they're going to win, they blow teams out. So, yeah, the number's high, but – if you said that to me that Buffalo's going to win this game by 30, I wouldn't be surprised at all, even though this Carolina defense is pretty good. Uh, yeah. So I'll bet on uh, Buffalo in this one. All right. Jets plus eight and a half at Miami over under 42 and a half. Take account on this one. Uh, 70% of the bets, 86% money on Miami. Don't really have a huge take in this one. Although at eight and a half, bringing Miami down to two and a half, given the way that they've been playing, uh, that might be a little tasty. Don't have a read on the over-under here, but it, yeah. Give me a Miami two and a half as a teaser piece. I think that's pretty safe. Yeah, Miami is covered in the last six games versus the Jets. Um, and then you got Tua, who's actually surprisingly been – I mean, we've been pretty critical of Tua throughout this this year. But he's, he's actually been, been playing pretty well. Yeah, he has been. Uh, one of the better quarterbacks over the last uh, several weeks of the season. And he gets Devontae Parker back, which is huge. One question mark I do have is what's going on in the running back room for the uh, the, the Miami Dolphins here. It seems like Miles, Miles Gaskin and Savan Almed um, are not going to be there. And Phil Blizzy just got in the COVID protocols too. So Malcolm Brown, maybe he comes back. Jared Dokes time, baby. Oh, we're talking some dynasty talk now. I like yeah, it. I got him stashing go. a couple of, couple of taxi spots. I've been waiting for it. So we'd love to see it. But uh, yeah, 
I like I like it as the Jets as a teaser piece. Uh, feel that, or sorry, the the, the Miami Dolphins has teased them down uh, just to get the outright win here. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with that. All right, uh, let's go to the Birds. Uh, Washington plus four and a half at the Eagles over under forty four and a half. Take account on that one 46 percent of the bets, fifty eight percent of the money on the Eagles. I tend to agree with them. We've ridden the Washington football team as far as we can. We don't know who's starting a quarterback. It looks like it might be Kyle Allen. They are going through a bunch of COVID crap. This team, you might want to jump on this bet right now with the Eagles minus four and a half before this line goes up. I'm going to do the same, like the 44 or like the four and a half. And I kind of lean towards the under 44 and a half. I'm not sure that, it, that uh, Washington's going to be able to score. Scary Terry dealing with his own concussion issue. Antonio Gibson, I don't know. Can he score 20 points by himself? I don't think so. So yeah, give me the birds four and a half and the under 44 and a half. Yeah, it's the battle of the six and seven teams, and the Eagles have covered in six of their last ten matchups against the the football team. They're three and one as a favorite this season, and as you stated, you know football team got hit pretty hard with injuries with Taylor Heineke and 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 F one McLaurin. So, yeah, to me, this is a you're ba- I'm backing the Birds all day. Four and a half points. Let me get that. Uh, that they're gonna overtake Washington football team in the division here and. You know, if you're in fantasy football, the Eagles have a couple of tasty matchups, especially with uh, the situation that's going on in Washington uh, the last few weeks of the playoffs. So, yeah, I think the birds are going to scoop up a couple of nice wins here at the end of the season against the football team. All right. I like it. Next game, Bengals plus two at the Denver Broncos. We love the Broncos last week. Smash that. That was a great win for us. Uh, over under 43 and a half. Ticket count, 79% of the bets, 80% of the money on the Bengals. Uh, I love the Bengals too, but these numbers all scaring me. Uh, I just don't trust the Denver. Looks hugely emotional game last week. They got it done versus the Lions. They're running the ball great. Um, the Bengals defense, pretty good. They didn't allow a ton of rushing yards to the 49ers. Impressive comeback. I love watching Burrow play, even when he's crap for the first three quarters. That dude has a ton of heart. He's going to be a really, really good player in this league for a long time. Jamar Chase. Absolute savage. He's great. T. Higgins. Uh, I think that Cincinnati can do some things to this Denver defense to put them on their heels. Uh, I like the over 43 and a half in this one. I think this is a get right spike for the Bengals. I don't fully trust it. I like the Bengals plus eight as a teaser piece. I think this will be a one score game. I don't know. What do you think? Love it as a teaser piece. Um, I'm seeing the range of the spreads anywhere from uh, plus one uh, for the the Bengals to uh, all the way up to plus two. So um, pretty, it's it's nearing that pick'em territory. But I, I like Cincinnati in this game. Uh, I think we saw a lot out of Joe Burrow uh, playing with that injured thumb. He looked like he was straight man. He was dropping dimes. I mean, even had a couple of drop balls on on the Cincinnati side of the ball. Uh, big question is what's going to happen with Joe Mixon. I think they're really going to need him to step up. He's been kind of lackluster over the last couple of weeks dealing with some injuries, but. Um, yeah, this defense really needs to get it together. Fortunately, you're playing against a Denver Broncos team that doesn't really do much through the air. This team is really prevalent uh, or really relying on the run, as we saw Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams both go off. So, yeah, I let the Bengals in the spot, man. I think even though they're playing on the road, uh, they'll figure out a way to get it done and uh, remain competitive in this AFC North chase. All right. On the same page there. Let's see if we are the next one. Atlanta plus nine and a half at San Francisco over under 46. Ticket count, 74% of the bets, 92% of the money on the 49ers. Uh, I already put the 49ers when it was at eight and a half into a bunch of teaser pieces. 
Love that. I also bet it at eight and a half, uh, which I'm a little shaky on now. I wish I could take it back. Can't, unfortunately. Uh, I think that Shanahan's going to have a great plan for his former quarterback, Matt Ryan. I don't think they're going to score a ton of points. San Francisco's rolling right now. Uh, we know Shanahan's stats is a home favorite. It's not great, which is scaring me off here. And that all of the money, and I'm assuming a lot of public money, is coming in on the 49ers, given the way that they've been playing. But this Atlanta team coming off of a win, we know that they stink. Now they have to travel to San Francisco. That's not going to be easy. So I feel great about the teaser part of this. Don't feel as great about the number, but I definitely lean towards San Francisco on this spot. Ugh, too many points for San Francisco, man. Jimmy G Fair. just implodes. And uh, as impressed as I was by George Kittle over the last couple of weeks, man, damn, he is, uh, he's just making a lot of plays, looking super dynamic in that passing game. Uh, I think it's too many points, and I think the Atlanta Falcons have proven over the last several of weeks that they're they're competent enough to to get it done. They're five and two against the spread after a loss, as, as well as five and two on the road as a dog. So, or at least on the on the road, excuse me. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that the Atlanta Falcons can can do something here. They got their own little Debo Samuel and Cordero Patterson, and um, I think that this. This team that hasn't really – that's the problem with San Francisco is that they haven't been healthy all season. So this team can be beaten on defense. It's just a matter of whether Jimmy G is going to step up, and I think they can keep it within nine and a half points. So I'm going to roll with the Atlanta Falcons on this one. Fair enough. Green Bay minus five at Baltimore. Not sure we're going to see Lamar Jackson in this game. Great game by Tyler Huntley to get them the cover. Uh, almost yeah. brought him all the way back. Over under in this one, 43 and a half. That seems awfully low. So maybe I'm missing something there. Ticket count right now. 83% of the bets, 89% of the money is on the Packers. If Lamar's playing, plus five for the Ravens is an auto bet for me. Absolutely. I don't know if he is. I don't know when we're going to know. The Packers are a covering machine. Even if they're down by a bazillion points to the Bears in the first half, they just come back rolling. Uh, we did see some cracks in that uh, Packers defense. Uh, there were a lot of long touchdowns in that game. So maybe it's something that Baltimore can take advantage of. Lean towards a plus five. I do think Lamar's going to play. It is a light sprained ankle. I think he's going to be able to move around a little bit. So I'll lean towards a plus five. Lean towards the over 43 and a half. Don't feel great about any of it. Don't feel great about the over 43 and a half, but I feel great about Lamar Jackson playing. There's too much at stake here for the Ravens. Uh, I think Jim, Jim, uh, John Harbaugh has already said that he's expecting Lamar Jackson to play. He has surprised us a couple of times with his bubble guts. But, you know, now that this is associated with an ankle injury, I think he'll find a way to get out on the field. Uh, plus five, man, give me the Ravens here in this spot. The, the, the Green Bay Packers are for real, but anytime you get a dynamic person like Lamar Jackson on the other side of the ball, it's going to make things a little bit interesting. And uh, when we saw Baltimore last week, they, they almost pulled it off, uh, but just fell short. So, you know, with Lamar Jackson, I think he knows what's at stake here in the division to keep their playoff hopes alive. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Ravens here. All right, we are on the same page with that one. Three more games left. Seattle now plus four and a half after all of the COVID news in LA. Rams minus four and a half. The game is at SoFi. Over under 45. Ticket count. No ticket count because they took it down. Uh, this line moved from six and a half to four and a half with all the movement. So at six and a half, I really liked uh, the Seahawks. Maybe the Rams is a teaser piece, honestly, if you want to bring it down to a half, but Given all of the Rams COVID stuff and that it was a big win, I know they still need wins, but they're a little bit more comfortable. I I lean towards Seattle plus four and a half. I like what I saw last week, even though it was you know a bad team. It was a get right spot for them. Uh, I like right. the Russ was airing it out again. I like the Lockett got back in it. 
I like that Rashad Penny finally turned up for the first time in four years. Uh, he looked great, so he'll be injured in the first half, but maybe he'll get a couple nice carries in before. These are divisional tight games, so yeah, give me four and a half with the uh, with the Seahawks. Don't have any read on the over under though. Dude, this is this is probably one of the most uh, murky situations that's happening this week is because the Rams came out and said that they're in some kind of special protocol that I didn't even know existed for the NFL at this point. They have some star players that are already in the protocols. And I don't, I mean, I'm actually wondering if this, if there's a chance that they're not going to be able to have enough players, they're going to be bringing up a lot of practice squatters. So if this game goes on and it continues to get worse for the Rams, I think you're pounce on the, on the Seattle Seahawks now. Um, because it's on that number is only going to go up, uh, or, or excuse me, get closer for Seattle being the favorites here. Um, as long as Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup are good, though, I feel decent about teasing the Rams down to to get a victory here. But until I know with with certainty that they're not affected by this, you got to imagine, man. If Tyler Higby was ruled out really late to tell me that he wasn't somewhere in a room eating or around Stafford at some point, or even the receivers. It's you know Odell Beckham also just it just went to the protocol yeah. so yeah I have no I have no clue what's going on in, in in LA but at this point if I'm if I'm if the game is still going on I'm betting Seattle it just has to be yep fair enough I'm with you all right let's go to Sunday Night Football Saints plus ten and a half at Tampa Bay over under forty six and a half ticket count thirty seven percent of the bets and forty six percent of the money is on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers we know what the Saints do to Tampa Brady. Um, that being said, I don't really like what I saw out of the Saints and what they're going to be able to do against this Tampa Bay defense. Uh, I think Tampa Bay's, we've been on them for a while, or at least I have, like, I bet them every week. Uh, last week was lucky to get it, but I think they're, they're just a different team right now. Uh, so I'll I'll lay the 10 and a half with, uh, with Tom Brady. I think it's going to happen. So give me 10 and a half. Well, after news of uh, Kevin James playing... <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my Kevin god James. <laughs> how does sean payton let that happen it's the worst movie preview i've ever seen in my life dude i thought it was fake like i thought kevin james was just <laughs> fucking around like I, I didn't know what to expect out of that like anyway yeah 11 and a half, 11 points uh 11 point dogs that's a lot for a divisional matchup Huge. but i've been wrong about the the tampa bay buccaneers i've been fading their their wide double digit spreads and they've just been crushing folks ever since then seems like every time they ever since they lost to the football team coming out of that bye, they've just been demolishing folks and leonard fournette damn dude he's just balling out monster looking great chris godwin looking unbelievable and mike evans the most consistent wide receiver in the league for catching touchdowns dude just continues to do it week in and week out with this defensive line i don't know what the hell Taysom hill is actually going to be able to do um he really can't throw the ball that much it took him a while to get get points on the board against the jets and it wound up being a you know a late fifty yard scramble to kind of put the game out of reach. So to me, I got to back Tampa Bay here. And anytime that I get Brady in a situation where he has some sort of revenge, he lost the you know the Saints in uh, New Orleans last time. Right. I, I got to do it. I have to do it, even though it's not it's the antithesis of gross, which is not what I usually like to do. But this part of the season, let's roll with Tampa Bay. All right, Monday Night Football. Vikings minus three and a half at the Chicago Bears over under 44. Ticket count 42% of the bets, 59% of the money on the Bears. I'm completely lost in this one, to be honest with you. I think that you could use the Bears as a teaser piece up to nine and a half here. 
I think the Vikings are going to win, but we know the Vikings do. They had a great win on Thursday night. They looked awesome on offense. I know they let the Steelers back in, but they look great. Uh, Jefferson and Cook, absolute monsters. Kirk was slinging it around. I, I am tempted to bet the Bears, honestly, just because of the Vikings letdown, but I can't quite my quite get myself to pull the trigger, uh, even though the Bears offense did show some nice things against Green Bay on a Sunday night. Yeah, I don't know which way to lean on this one either. I, I got to, exp- I don't know, for some reason I feel like the Vikings after that amazing showing by Dalvin Cook career night, I got to expect that now they know, like, yo, just give this man the rock. He's playing on freaking, what, two torn, uh, torn labor on each yeah. shoulder. Like, this guy literally can't do anything else to prove to their staff that this that he needs to get the ball and that he's he's willing to do whatever it takes to win. So I think that that was like a huge boost to their morale. Um, coming off of a win, an important win against a really good, well, a, a decent Steelers team. I think they keep it rolling here. Chicago played really well. I think we're really surprised to see how well Justin Fields took that leap up, um, had a, a pretty good game um, against a really good defense. But um, yeah, I think that this is going to be a good divisional matchup where we'll see the Vikings actually get their shit together. Um, I've been brutally critical of, of Mike Zimmer. Uh, almost lost it again, but you know, against this young Bears team, I think that they'll they'll figure out a way to get it done. All right. So we're leaning towards the Vikings. So we will talk about this more on our best bet show, which is coming later this week. Uh, can't wait to talk about those and figure out where these lines go. Everybody stay safe out there. Don't get the COVIDs. Avoid it. Don't be like every NFL player right now. Uh, enjoy the holidays too. Uh, we will be better this best. And then, Dan, let's go make some winning bets, baby. Let's get it.